and we're back, John, for day three of our uh, big questions getting prepped for game week. Game week. Oh, my gosh. Three days away. Somebody pinch me. Oh. Uh, we're so close, John. We're so close. But we our question uh, today. So, John, I can hypothetically time travel, right? I come back. Whoosh, and, whoosh, whoosh. and the sound effects. <laughs> And, you know, I say, hey, you know, like K-State did awesome this year. Like they went 10 and two, made the Big 12 championship game. Did they win the Big 12 championship? I can't tell you that. But I mean, what would you think? What do you think has to go right for K-State to have like a the best season possible? For the best season possible. All right. Let's put this into a scenario that's possible. So quarterback Adrian Martinez comes into Manhattan. And I think I think. The change of scenery does wonder for him on the field. I think the athletic ability combined with some newfound protection on the football field gives K-State the thunder of Deuce Vaughn's lightning in, in a way that their offense has needed. I mean, you got I mean, you also have a lot of weapons in the passing game, as well as a strong offensive line, head, headlined, of course, by Cooper Beebe. K-State puts points on the board. If K-State puts four put some points on the board like they did against LSU uh, and, and the defense remains stingy as it has over the, over the last few years, particularly late, late last, this last season, I think K-State could fight its way into a, a um, potentially a top 10 and find itself in Arlington in late December. Yeah. I mean, I think for us to go 10 and two, I think you need 2000 scrimmage yards from Deuce Vaughn and 20 touchdowns. And I mean, he did, you know, he had 22 last year touchdowns and 1,800 scrimmage yards. So he's already almost there. He could probably go over that, honestly, you know, do more stuff in the receiving game and keep the running game up with another 1,000-yard season. But, I mean, Adrian Martinez is probably at least 30 touchdowns, too. I mean, the defense has to be as good as they were last year, if not better. Um, I mean, I think, you know, another guy you might want to keep an eye on, DJ Giddens. I think if he can have, you know, be a really good second-string running back, I think he could also be a key to really like, you know, keep the offense going, even when Deuce Vaughn needs a breather. So, I mean, and, and guys like on the defensive line that aren't Felix and Udiki Uzama, cause he's probably going to get doubles a Nate Matlack, Jalen pickle, you know, th- people like that um, as well as Khalid Duke, obviously both getting uh pressure from the pass rusher as well as our run defense. I think our run defense could be a little bit better. Um, you know, then that will come with linebacker play and Daniel green, you know, not getting ejected for targeting. That'll be a big one too. And you and you also gotta hope as well that the lack of lack of depth is not gonna play in too big into a factor late in the season because I think like I said in a in an episode previously, uh I said uh it's been it's been a long day. Um <laughs> but uh you know some some teams are not gonna benefit from I mean are 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 going to struggle with a lot of with a lot of depletion. Um, late in the season, and that could really mean true for K State, um, especially if if the defensive line it loses a lot of key key talent. I mean, we've seen already uh, Will Hannes ding, dinged up in practice, the, the, the transfer from Nebraska. Um, but it, it's it's stuff like that that you have to be a little bit concerned about. Um, as you also have to look at the uh, health concerns of Khalid Duke. Um, he should be available by some for South Dakota, but I mean, any, anything goes these days, these days in football and 
I, I think that's what that's one thing to uh, ultimately be concerned about. But if you're, but overall, if you have if you have the skill players that are one hundred percent healthy, um, you also bring you also bring in a lot of key transfers as well that could really help this team. But it, it, it's it's like addition by subtraction maybe a, it's maybe like an addition by subtraction um but but it's it's also a way that k-state has rightfully like put in the right pieces and do like a miss a missing puzzle um yeah. with martinez and all you also bring in Jaden jackson wide receiver from old miss um maybe we'll see what happens with sean robinson um, who comes from missouri and then you add the multiple returning starters on the offensive line and the wideouts as well with Malik Knowles and Phillip Brooks. Um, and then, of course, you got the strong defensive line, which will just be absolutely monstrous uh, in the Big 12. You're looking at potentially a real contender for the Big 12, and they could really go a long way um, with what it looks like as a big turnover year for some of the bigger Big 12 uh, rosters with the likes of Oklahoma State, Oklahoma, uh, Iowa State, especially, my goodness. I think Iowa State had 60, 60 plus seniors on their team, and and it's going to be a it's going to be a massive rebuild year for the Cyclones. Um, so, I mean, th- this is a this is the year to really contend um, for big things uh, for this K State. I mean, for this upcoming football season. Yeah, you know, John, you kind of already hinted at it a little bit there of going kind of like towards the worst case scenario of, you know, if I come back from the future and say, hey, like, you know, we go six and six and we're playing in uh, the um, the quick lane ball or something. I don't know. What's like the worst Big 12 ball? The guaranteed right cactus yeah, ball? Yeah, there like you go. Yeah. Or the, um, I mean, even the Liberty Bowl at this point. I mean, that, yeah. that bowl game is such a dumpster fire. Um, I mean, the state, well, not the bowl, but the stadium, the Memphis stadium is a complete dumpster fire. Yeah. You mentioned some of the, you know, some injury related things about how we can go six and six, you know, I, I, that's obviously kind of a cop-out answer. I mean, I could just say, how do we go six and six? Well, Deuce Vaughn, you know, gets abducted by aliens and, you know, we don't have a run our best running back anymore. So that would make things pretty hard, but I mean, to go six and six, I think, you know, I think the health of Khalid Duke is definitely a concern. Um, you have before the season, if he can manage to stay healthy, that would be huge even, you know, but he could still be playing and not be at a hundred percent. You're, you're my kind of, you're my, you're my kind of. Oh, well, I was just saying like, I think it'd be pretty hard for us to go six and six. So I, we'd really, I mean, we'd probably have to lose to Missouri and then lose to a couple of big 12 teams that we should definitely beat. I'll kind of, I'll kind of lay my lay my perspective. I'm a worst case scenario, so you don't have to. But I would say while Martinez would have a much more change when it comes to the scenery around him, the the turnover struggles would continue for his sakes, leaving K State's defense uh, to defend short fields in nearly every game and defending more often than they need to as well. Um, you got Deuce Vaughn carrying the offense on his own. While the defense is kind of like it was midway through the year where they were inconsistent, they were behind an above-average defensive line. I mean, despite having some of the top talent in the league, K-State kind of squanders its opportunities to take down some of the teams in, in the conference they haven't had in a while. And, you know, some of the, school, some of the schools, especially with 
Texas, Oklahoma State, and Baylor, K-State hasn't beaten them in forever. And, you know, kind of looking back at the schedule, it is not set up too perfectly at at all. Uh, I mean, you, you'll have a you'll have a pretty pretty easy three 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 game stretch with South Dakota, Missouri, and Tulane. But once when you get into Big Twelve play, it just it's it's an infinity gauntlet. I mean, you you start off in, in Norman against Oklahoma, and then you face the Texas Tech team, in which we're going to have a completely new identity. So you don't know what to anticipate from them, and then you're going to then to wrap up. Uh, your uh, first six games of the season, you go to Jack Tri Stadium and you play Iowa State, in which, while they're going to be re- re- rebuilding, they're, they're going to have they, they have one of the best home field advantages in the Big 12. And then with that, I mean, even after Babai, I mean, Babai is at a great place, but um, you, you like at some of these other match- matchups. Um, with the, the, the good thing is, is that you got Oklahoma State and Texas at home. Um, but right after that, you got Baylor and West Virginia on the road. I think that's the, but I think that's the toughest stretch of games as around late in the season, and that'll be really de- determining how K State will go, how 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 K State will fare with some of the uh, upper upper hierarchy of the Big Twelve, and just seeing if if that's because I mean you have to get through that schedule in order to make it to Arlington. I mean. You can go away with like with likely one loss, and and that's late. But ultimately, like you're gonna have to do your work in order to try, and make it to Arlington because the Big Twelve, the Big Twelve, with its ten team structure, everybody's gonna beat on everybody, and 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 it, and even with the championship game, it's not easy to beat. It's not easy to beat anybody twice. Just as Baylor, I mean, just as Oklahoma State last year. They beat Baylor in the regular season, lost to Baylor in the championship. Same thing kind of go, went for Oklahoma a few years back with Kyler Murray. They lost to, they lost to Texas in Red River. But they, they suddenly beat Texas in the Big 12 championship. So it, it, it's stuff like that. I mean, the Big 12 overall, it's just – I don't know whatever way to call it. it. It's just kind of like death row where, where you just don't really have – where there's going to be a lot of opportunities for teams to – to completely blow your season. Uh, I mean, at this point, we're pretty much used to it, John. So I think we'll just be able to adjust. You know, uh, I think that's a good place to end it. So uh, we'll be back tomorrow. Talk about strength and weaknesses of the team. We'll be one day closer to uh, game day. Make sure you follow us on Twitter at shakenblake and Blake three twelve. Uh, make sure to go sparkle quizzes in the description and cats by 90 cats by 90. Yeah.